the fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Un motherfucking world. Cardi could sell 60k in this Bro, carnival. no, I said he couldn't sell 100k. No, you said he's selling 60k. I'm like, bro, you know who Playboy Cardi is at this point in his career. Like, I said he would maybe scrape 100, but now my opinion's changed. And it's crazy because my exact prediction <laughs> was Cardi could drop a cover and then drop next week and he'll sell 100k. Advance said, you Like, I literally, I, li I literally, Cardi did exactly I literally told him, <laughs> Cardi I literally did exactly told him if that. he announces the week that he drops, he's done. And then he broke the internet today, so I just feel stupid. But, um, yeah, uh, Cardi dropped the cover. We've got it's all blue. We've got two projects from Cardi. He already. broke. He broke the internet. I would say yeah. I couldn't go on Twitter. Every every single person yeah. was posting Cardi. Like every single person. There was Instagram stories of like Kendrick Lamar stands posting Cardi, and I'm like, this isn't even your style. But I was uh, almost. I was. I hope y'all. I hope y'all are not let down. I hope this album really lives up to that. Well, that's what I was. That's for what for y'all Cardi. That's fans. what I was just about to get into. You mentioned his first two projects and like. They're like probably close to perfect for me in terms of like what I went out of Cardi project. So I feel like it's just he has like a lot of he has a super high bar right now, um, which is like and then combine that with all the hype that he got today. I'm like a little anxious about what we're going to get, but I'm going to just try and flow into it without any expectations. We'll see what happens, though. Do you think it's going to be the same quality as the first two? Because I got the first like Playboy Cardi self-titled, that's like a high eight in my opinion. Then Die Lit, that's a like nine. Do you think this is gonna be in that same range? See, I like I wanna I wanna give the benefit of the doubt to him and say that he's gonna perform. But um I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I think one thing is gonna depend on I mean we started with a leak, something that we've all heard, a bunch of Cardi leaks. So I think it's gonna depend if he puts a bunch of leaks that we've heard on the album or if he's just like new music because if it's just new music i'm definitely going to be rocking with it like for a fact but if i hear neon if i hear cancun like rest in peace yams like all the leaks i'm not sure i'm just going to be a little let down but i guess that's also my fault for listening to the leaks so chance you're not all a cardi right, fan at all take on the leaks yeah don't chance do me that i am a cardi fan i really you just call him trash you know you just you literally you literally i'm going to i did not call him you trash. said quote go ahead what i said whole time me and vance was just praising cardi chance I'm was just, just looking not, away I'm side just, to side i'm gonna be a little bit more critical than y'all all right first of you all said, you said you said you said cardi booty you said he's booty I, I never said you that. I, I can, I'm looking at our group. I think I'm, I was I think I was trolling. I'm looking at our Okay. I know y'all love him, so I was trolling. <laughs> but mostly like I'm satisfied with the first two projects. I thought it was heat. Fuck um last last album, not self titled. The uh Dialit. Dialit. <clears throat> Might be a classic. But Fair. Like, Cardi, like, can't come on. He got to give me something different now. It's two albums in. I can't get the mumbling shit. Like, I can get the mumbling shit, but, like, what are you going to offer me that's new? You feel me? Like, the reason Thug is goaded, the reason the Futures are goaded, the people who could do this mumble shit, is because they versatile with the mumble shit. Like, you might mumble. That's a great point. But they know how to switch it up, spin it, flip it. Like, Thug know how to work that. Future know how to work that. Even though they were both labeled, you know, mumble rappers when they came nah. out. Perfect. So I want 
I say if you, I'm not saying Playboy has to come out and just give me bars or that he even has to change the mumbling shit, but it's just like I'm not going to be going crazy over stuff I felt like you could have made already. You Like the same way with Uzi, like I liked Uzi's project, but he didn't do a whole lot that was new or like interesting. It was just typical. All right, this is some Uzi songs. So I don't want so this Cardi to just be gives some, a project some Cardi that mostly. If Cardi gives a project the mostly baby voice Cardi, which has been like the sound he's been like teasing the most since his last project, would you be content? Since that is a different sound from the last two projects. But see, I don't that's know the I, thing. First of all, me personally, I don't know if I could do a whole album of baby face Cardi. <laughs> uh, baby yeah, I don't voice. Want a whole album of baby voice Cardi. Cardi. Um, see the thing. But even outside of that, it's not so much about like him doing the sound he's already done. Like. Stay true to your sound. Like, do what you want. Like, but it's just, I want to see effort. You feel me? Like, I want to see, like, we trying to move forward. Like, cause, just because the bar you have set has been so high, it's kind of like a Kendrick. Not that they're on the same level, but Kendrick's first two projects or first two. No, first two. Section, section, no, section 80 was a classic, too. So, oh, yeah, Section yeah. 80 and debut. Good Kids. So, like, his first three. Yeah. In any case, like, his <clears> first three projects lived up to such a high bar. And, like, each album, he elevated. And he like stuck to what he stuck true to himself, but he did something a little different, something a little new. So I just want Cardi to do that. I feel like he he did a good job with self-titled, building off that with Die Lit, which I thought was a more complete and like focused project. So I, I'm just excited to see what he delivers. Uh, real quick. All right, I was expecting a little bit more hate. Yeah, I respect. Yeah, the sounds sounds. I'm not hating him. I'm just being. <laughs> I'm not about to like go crazy. Just to, just to go off a chance's point real quick about changing things up. I heard you say future and like when future started to mix things up, that's what set them apart. This might be a stretch, but like I'm kind of drawing this parallel. I don't know if y'all remember that Rihanna song, love song that had future singing the hook. Um, L-O-V-E. Yeah. And at, and at the time it was like yeah. hella nutty. Like it was just like out of the ordinary, but it's kind of like what made future like exactly. like it's, it made him kind of it set him apart from a lot of other mumble rap trap artists and uh i feel like we got the same thing with cardi on that solange album on that almeida record i feel like i really Agreed. i would really love hearing cardi over some some beats that's what i'm saying i know he's capable but i'm gonna be that's why i'm gonna be upset yeah, yeah if you just come and give me like some like stuff that it might work for you commercially and it might do numbers but I don't want it to be like, I don't want you to regress. You feel me? Like, I want you to keep like pushing the envelope and like, you know, like that's, that's what I want from Cardi. And I feel like if he don't give me that, then I'm going to be like, all right. That's fair though. Cardi's been one to push the envelope. So we'll see. Taj. Taj excited regardless, <laughs> just like he was with Uzi. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of Cardi. I'm excited. But I actually agree with what Chance is saying. I think Cardi is like, he's never been afraid to like to change his sound. He's probably... He's probably one of the, like, for the young rappers, the ones that I know who has, like, actually changed the sound the most. Yeah, that's fair. Like, yeah, yeah. I have a I friend, shout out Matias, who's been following Cardi legit since, like, 2012. So I've mm-hmm. heard Cardi for a long-ass time. Like, he started with an odd future sound. Like, he was backpack, really trying to, backpack like, rap. Do some, yeah. <laughs> he was trying to rap like that. Then he, like, hopped to, like, like street rap. Then he, like, finally found his, like, go-to sound with all the red cover arts. Then he switched again once he found Pierre. Then he made like that sound mm-hmm. hot. Then he switched to the die lit sound, and now he had like that baby voice sound, which it was cool for a while. But I hope he doesn't keep going with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what new thing he brings. 
But I want to I want to see ask if you guys um saw the whole like trippy red thing of trippy red like stealing Cardi's song. Oh man, I think Vance sent it. I didn't I didn't see that. It's bad, bro. Well, it's basically me. trippy red in a video, like stealing Cardi's whole baby voice sound, and then it's in another song he's stealing. He's his his, his literal. Nah, not even. Not even. Like he's literally sitting there like stealing it. Like nah, nah, nah. So he's like no, like he's been posting. So he's been posting snippets. Trippy red has been posting snippets. I guess I don't even know what he's promoing because it's not like he's talking about a new album. But he's posting snippets. Um, I think it, no, he did say he has a new album. Coming. Okay, I don't care. But uh, he said uh, the the snippets that he was posting sounded a lot like Cardi's baby voice. And then, like the last straw, at least for me, was like um, he posted something where he was talking about like where would I be without my slap, and he was like singing that in his song <laughs> and like car. That's like a famous. Like, that's in a famous Cardi leak. Like, sure, it's not out yet, but, like, people associate that with Cardi. Like, that whole, where would I be without my slat or whatever, and Trippy Red saying it. I think it's just messy, but uh, I'm going to try not to give that give that man too much attention on it because Trippy can make good music outside of having to steal people's sounds, which just, just makes the whole thing more foolish to me. But I think I mean, that goes back to the whole, like, Trippy's sound is, I'm not the biggest Trippy fan. If you can like, if you can't tell, but I think his sound with that whole like screaming about sad shit. I think. That's but I think bad. he. But I think I think he did off. it better than. Yeah. But I think he did it better than Juice. I, I, have to I think agree. he did it better than Juice at the yeah, time. Yeah, he did it. He did it really well. I liked him but it's more. Like, done. Exactly. He's done so exactly. Yeah. Projects now. yeah. Nah, it's not necessary at this point. So. Yeah, I feel like that kind of. He was kind of one of. Uh, like I remember Trip, he used to look like a hot Cheeto. Like no offense, <laughs> but like he used to. I think when he came out, like fourteen, fifteen, like he first started like surfacing. Like bro, I used to be scared. Like he looked like, like he was so emo and like out there and different. But not only that, he like he had like this weird look. Anyway, just gr- I'm saying grilling, that to say, this man. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm exactly saying to say like. <laughs> I'm saying to say like that sound. Like I don't know, Trip E just. I feel like it's always hit or miss for me. Like, I can't do too much mm-hmm. of it. But I did like that one project. I think it was Love Scars 3. The one with, like, Topanga. Um, I can't. I think that was the name. I can't even remember. I like that project. But, no, I think I think him and Cardi are not even on the same level. Uh, which, is, which, is, which is why this is an obvious clout chase for Trippy Red. Yeah, nobody checking for Trippy. I said all that to say, like, nobody checking for Trippy. Um, Ty, I think Ty is right saying that, like, that whole sound is just gone. Especially after, like, Juice. I feel like he was the most popular, mm-hmm. or he was, like, gaining the most popularity with that sound. And now that he's gone, like, I feel like we're moving on. I don't know if you guys have Apple Music, but I just did this thing where I was, like, I'm not going to say it, but I was, well, I hope my phone doesn't pick it up. I just said, hey, Siri, and I was like, play music you think I might like, and it played Wait, for artist. real? And then, yeah, and it like played this random artist I never heard before, and then I went and downloaded her last album, and it was like, probably one of my favorite projects of the year. Hold now. up. What? So, shout out Apple Music. Siri algorithm? Yeah. Chant- Yo, Taj is working for Apple. <laughs> Taj, do you hear this? This is a whole- They do that, though. They always- This is a whole, you never this check- is a whole Apple ad. <laughs> Spotify can't do that though. That ugly ass. Interface. Come on, bro. Spotify. Spotify. No offense, Spotify that's our, that's our leading. That's our. That's one of our leading platforms. Why are you? Spotify. We're trying to. We're trying to get it. a bag. What are you doing? Apple gang. <laughs> Apple gang. Uh, oh my god. My honor artist for the week. Her name is um Orion Sun. 
I'm pretty sure I'm feeling in Spanish, but the title of the song is Ne Me Que. I don't know if it's in Spanish. Ne Me Que Te Pas, and it stands for Don't Leave Me. That's where you came down like a comet. You be all in my dreams like I'm fucking haunted. But it's beautiful. You move me like a moonbeam. Change the water flow. That was my unheard artist for the week. Her name is Orion Sun. Fire. She dropped probably my favorite project of the year so far. It's called Hold Space for Me. That was clean. I downloaded that project, so we're gonna see what's up. <laughs> Alright. Vance, you wanna Vance is really worried about Corona. He wanted that to be a topic this week about how it's affecting the industry, his bag. It's my So go ahead, take it away, Vance. Uh... Why we had to come and bring Corona on the podcast? Why we couldn't just move out I mean, we can't act like it doesn't exist. I mean, I just saw news on... It don't exist here. I s- when, when, our pe- when our listeners hear this, they forget Corona exists. <laughs> and you're going to bring it back up. You know what? Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't hey, look at you right cool. now. That's my role. I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the... I don't even know the phrase, so I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to basically bear all the <laughs> bad news. Um, I saw a report on Twitter saying that Health officials don't think that we're going to be able to go back to concerts until 2021, uh, which means post Coachella postponement to October is meaningless. Um, I was it was Damn. super depressing for me to read. They said I mean, okay, that was guaranteed. Or nah, let's nah. just let's just have thinking a about it. I don't. I want to point out how journalism works. I, I don't want to report. I don't want to report fake news, but. When we're writing a story, you like somebody probably wrote a story about how is this affecting concerts, so they needed a source, and their source was like, okay, we'll get a health official. <laughs> so they probably interviewed one health official. The health official said, I don't know if it's my prediction, I would say it wouldn't be safe until fall 2021. And I think that one source has turned into like the music god, and everybody thinks there's no concerts till 2021. But is it, uh, but is, sure it, but, but is it, but is it far off? I mean, you're talking about 20,000 people gathering in one place. I'm gonna be honest. There's really no right. point in trying to speculate. Just stay your fucking no, ass of, home and quarantine so we could get back to it as soon as possible. Of course. But this, I mean, just, I guess that was just a point to talk about how, how Corona's messing up the bag for so many people. Because, like, let's say it does go into 2021, you know, like, of course, there's the big artists that are going to take their toll that had to cancel their tours, like Weekend, Justin Bieber, uh, all that. Yeah, but then, like, I feel like for music, period, nobody gonna be dropping because you can't tour. But then, like, you have the small independent artists who are like really making their money off of like show bookings and stuff like that. So, um, like, I don't know. It's just it's just crazy times. And then like studios too. Like I was in L.A. I mean, we go to school in L.A. But right before I came back home, uh, I was trying to get into some studios. Like right as Corona was hitting, and they were all shut down. Um, there was one that was saying that they weren't allowing people of like 10 or more or whatever, but it seems like it's pretty quiet for like Studio City out in LA. So I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what this is really reporting, what information I'm adding, but it's just coming from an artist. It's definitely depressing hearing or seeing things like concerts until 2021 and knowing that it's not like a far off possibility is definitely plausible. Um, yeah, and I sent you guys that one. I don't know if it was a, no, it was a uh, artist posting about how um, all streaming numbers are down like twenty percent. Oh yeah, Noah Miller across Noah the board. Miller. So to just add to um, Vance's bad news. Yeah, like streaming, streaming's uh, down. Was, but 
my report. I'm confused though. I saw I saw Frank Ocean streaming was up on Channel Orange and Blonde by 25%. Do we think that's some like industry streaming farms or is everybody just super depressed? Don't disrespect Frank like or is, that. What are you, what are you doing? Hey, that? bro, the number was exactly 25% for both albums. It was just a little sus to me, but everybody is It just makes sense. Everybody he dropped at, two singles last week. People wanted more Frank after hearing two singles. Okay, that's fair. I forgot he dropped the singles. I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't line it up. I was like Frank has done nothing. Why? This is sus, but Yeah, I mean that's that. Just a little just a little week. update on the virus, I guess. Uh, right, I'll set up a GoFundMe for Vance and the Unheard <laughs> crew um, <laughs> to make it through these tough times. You could donate uh, in the Vance link below. Good. Unheard is surviving off Vance royalties. Uh, yo, strictly. this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do y'all want? Let's talk about this this Cuddy single. Oh Just yeah, quickly, Cuddy did drop. Uh, um, first thought Leader of the delinquents What you think about th- I love that title Cause I think it's so true You know I mean This is just Bag boy Cuddy uh, Cover art Got the shades on Smoking the blunt Like fuck it So I'm down I hope this means More music Cause we haven't got he announced, um, Any Cuddy he announced music an album. Since Kissy Ghost He, he so. announced the album Intergalactic Right I think that's the name of it it might be two names. I, don't I forgot remember. what it's called, but I know it's like I know it's like accompanied by a whole TV show. Yeah, because he's like that's, he's trying. It was like a crazy concept. He's trying to do a Netflix series to drop with the sh- with the album. I think it's yeah, and he said the show is basically done. He's just finishing. They're like finishing last touches of some writing. That's what he said in the tweet. That's crazy. Like last week. Um, the single itself, great though. I really liked it, but I really like Cuddy. I was actually what did you like about listening? the single chance? Just a cool Cuddy single. Like, it just, <laughs> I, it just, I fuck with it. Like, he's spitting on it. Um, You know, he kind of got that little bravado, which which is yeah. like, I like Cuddy when he's like not sad. Like, he came back, he was sad on Kissy Ghost, very like depressed. And this is sound like a little bit more upbeat, like he's back in his shell. So, you know, I like this I single. I actually have a kind of contrary take. I don't think that this has been that this was recorded in the last two years, three years. This really? sounds like old Cuddy, if you ask me. That's what I'm it saying. Sounds, That's why I so- fuck with it. No, so much. exactly. I feel like it sound like it sounds like Indica uh, era Cuddy. You know, like those bars, just the things he's talking about. Like, like you said, that bravado he had. Like, it sounds like even before. Passion, pain. This remind me of even like before. Man on the Moon yeah, that's, too. That's, even, that's even what that. I'm saying. Like these sound like really old bars but that's not like a a shot at cuddy or anything just in terms of like what it sounds like like i wouldn't be surprised if this was recorded three years ago which i think is super interesting because he can drop and like go stream cuddy he's been giving me through this quarantine <laughs> yeah it sounds like cuddy embracing what everybody likes about cuddy like it's giving like godfather type vibes of this whole like sad wish like even though chance said like it wasn't super sad he had like that bar I actually like just pulled it up. It said, "But sometimes I want to shoot my, shoot my." I'm not saying this. I'm talking game over. Defeated the boss. I was like, okay. <laughs> it like wrapped that shit in a happy like delivery. I was like, bro, <laughs> what's going that on? That's what I'm Cuddy? saying. It's it's more like kind of like Cuddy. Like I kind of just gotta thug this shit out. It's like I'm about to thug this shit out, Cuddy. You feel me? Like not that he's not still sad, but you know, how, like you'll be sad, but you like fuck it. Like I can't be sad right now. Like I, it, it's whatever. 
Yeah, it sounds like he knows why people love him the most. Like, he's giving them the sound that they love with, like, the bars, the relatable lyrics that they like. Not so hot take. Easily top three most influential artists of, like, this whole music generation. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't right. think that's a crazy hot take. That's not a crazy hot take, but... Is it... Goated. I'm not... I expect nothing less from the GOAT. Drake, Kanye, Cuddy? Question mark? Um, mm, that's a later date. Let's just move on. Yeah, that's a, that's a discussion <laughs> for a later time. But you liked it, Taj, or no? Because you sound like you were trying to hate on it. No, I liked it. I think... I think. Like why you try to... Don't try to pose <laughs> me to go against Cuddy. It's not going to work. He called him Jesus. You said he wasn't... You said he was in your top 25. He's in my top 25. I said he's in my top 25. You asked if he was in my top 10. He's not in my top 10, but he might be in my top 15. Yeah, he's in my top I don't 25. Know. I thought Kid Seagulls was a perfect album. But anyways, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Travis posted like a kind of cryptic like tweet that said Mental Note, and Cuddy retweeted it. So I think they have a track together Ooh. called Mental Note, Ooh. which is usually how most Travis like features end up happening. He like tweets random words. People think they're random words. They freak out, and it ends up in the title of a song. Like two years later, <laughs> that's true. So how are we feeling about another? <laughs> how are we feeling about this um potential? This was insert a, insert. I don't even Kodak know if we Black, played the last thing. I hope so, me. Yeah, I like I like what? I like uh, I like Cuddy and Travis. Baptized in fire off of the uh, passion, pain, and demon slaying is super fire. Even back off to. Um, Nigga's about to say the pimple butterfly. <laughs> Birds in the trap. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Through the uh, late night. Through the late night. Yeah, when he when they uh interpolated uh day and night. When so. Cuddy was just naming chemicals and shit. <laughs> Dimethyltryptamine. Dime yeah, I mean, yes, sir. <laughs> Cuddy like, is bro, literally what? I mean, if 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 the the Trinity is Ye, Cuddy, Travis. Cuddy definitely the spirit. Travis the son. Stop. Ye Please, the father. Stop. Stop. Nah, nah, stop I like I, I really no 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 I like that. I really, really like that. I hate, Travis, I hate what Travis, Travis did. is definitely the son, but Cuddy is the spirit. Cause that's very, that's very, that's a crazy. They analysis. both need Cuddy. That's a cra- they both need the spirit. That's disgusting. I'm not. I, w- I give, me, give me props on my analogy. I, I wouldn't say that they. I wouldn't say that they both need Cuddy, but Travis is definitely the son more than Cuddy is. Like off of yeah, just off of like of course like we can't blame Cardi. I mean we can't blame Cardi Cuddy for that. But, like, Travis is the star now, you know, the same way Kanye was in 09, 08 and stuff. I would definitely say Travis is the son. But I like that because Kanye definitely needs – Kanye, <laughs> I really like that. Kanye definitely needs – needed Cuddy to be, like, get to where he was in, in his career. But They needed each for other. For sure. For sure. Too good. But, yeah, I'm excited for a Cuddy album. Cuddy, please drop. We love you. Did you guys hear Tory Lanez's project, new, the new Toronto Three? I heard, uh, I heard about the first half of it. I didn't get through all of um, it. You heard enough. I've heard enough. Uh, I'm, I, I heard enough to to at least chat about it. Um, Go ahead. Heard chat the about pro- it. I've heard the entire project, but I mean, like, I heard the entire project maybe once or twice, but I don't remember the songs like I, that. Like, I remember the ones I, I like. A little I personally bit. like it. I was like, I like it a lot. Yeah, like midway, and I'm and I'm about to just. I already knew I told y'all earlier in the week, like, Vance not going to like my take. That's cool, but um, I liked it. The, I, I, I'll I just give my brief little me. rundown. Tory debuted with that song. Taj, can you help me out? What was the name of that single, the huge single? Say It? Uh, yeah. That first, that, That's the, the first Tory Lane song. And then I thought he was going to stay in that singing bag. And then 
he dropped a bunch of records on SoundCloud where he was rapping, and I like I love those. So Tori's been in good spirits. I mean, in, in a good place with me, and then the quarantine radio, of course, upping helping his brand and this quarantine, <laughs> quarantine. This album was pretty cool too. Um, I mean, I like I like when Tori's rapping like on some hard stuff, uh, a little bit more than the chicks tape type stuff that's not really for me i know that's for the girls for the shorties but i really do like the i like rapping tori so i mean i was satisfied i was satisfied personally chance you want to give your i wasn't or sorry taj oh yeah chance go ahead give your taj, you go ahead no, yeah no nah, save no nah, save chances for last i want save, taj to yeah go. save I chances to go. i just want to see what he think <laughs> i don't want all right i was like um midway through my review before we started this podcast but i basically feel like like it's an episode of like Family Guy, but instead of like it being Peter the Man Guys, like Quagmire, like it's a Quagmire episode of Family this Guy. Is, this like, is a crazy it's still take. Still a cool episode. It's still a yeah. cool episode, but it's like this isn't what I want. Like I don't want Tory Lanez rapping this much. It was a lot. It was like the whole it was new a Toronto. Lot of rap. The whole new Toronto series, like it started in like 2015. Is like it basically started that? If you listen to the first new Toronto, it all sounds like rip off Future. But I think it has evolved to, like, Tory kind of having close to his own sound. Even though, like, the number one song is, like, one of the big songs everybody's talking to is, like, Letter to My City. And that basically sounds like a ripoff of Drake's 30 for 30 freestyle. I was about like, to, to say, it sounds like if a Drake. you listen to him back and forth. There's a lot of Drake flows. Vance, that sounds it's exactly funny like a Drake outro. Vance, <laughs> so, I, knew you, I don't know. I knew you was going to agree with me, Taj. you literally, I would say, stole my <laughs> take because I was going to say this. Again, like I feel like like Bryson Tiller, Tory Lanez right, when he raps, like I'm not. It's like yeah, it's nice that you show me you can do it, but just don't do it. Like you can do something that's, better, that's, that's much better. Insane. You feel me? So like it's nice that Tory for me, it. just don't do it. He's kind of a chameleon, like a Roddy Rich in a way. Like I compare him to Roddy Rich, which is why I say Vance not gonna like my take because I feel I like preach, he's just preach. doing stuff that. His contemporaries have already done. He's kind of just like doing his version of it. So for me, Tory sounded like uh, he sounded like Drake on two tracks. Then he sounded like Meek when he do, was doing like the kind of drill shit. And uh, I was just like, uh, you know, me like, and Chance are like one right now. That's insane. Keep going. That's bro. what I'm saying. Like Tory is just for me. I'm in the corner. I think he's better when he's kind of in that bag where he's singing because I feel like that auto tune like. Like, the flavor of his auto-tune is unique. Like, I feel like when I hear I Tory auto-tune, I know it's yeah, Tory. That's, that's very when true. When I hear Tory the highlight rap... Of the, album, the, the highlight of the album was when he actually sung on, like, 10 Fucks. That was, exactly. to me, the I best agree. track on the album when he actually decided to sing. I agree. Um, so, this project for me was like, okay, Tory, you can, like... You kind of got bars, but that's maybe it. You don't have your own flow. You don't really have your own style, like... For me, like he, he just sounded like Drake Little Brother on, on one track. Then he sounded like he was trying to do Meek for another. And I'm just like, I'll just go listen to Meek or Drake. Tori, so Tori got it. That was kind of like my gripe with the album. Um, That's fair. And if, I guess. And it's just like, I don't know what the curse is, but the c- whenever they go to talking about their families, they just fuck up. He got, the, he got his daughter on the cover. So sweet, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it. <laughs> Didn't like the project. Didn't like the project. See, for me, I think the thing is, is like, I think Tory, and not to say this isn't his fault, because it is 100%, but 
But like when that coach, not oh, Coachella, I'm so, what was the name of that Drake? Controller? When Controller, when Tori's remix was like, kind of became one of the biggest songs of his career. Um, I think it was Controller. Yeah. I think he was, I think he kind of got tied. Jacquees Light. And then being from Toronto, he just kind of got tied to that whole Drake thing, which is going to be like. What? Didn't Drake diss him before that? He, no, 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 no. He literally his whole that. career, the beginning of his career was just based off beefing with Drake. No, no, no. I'm saying no. He I'm made saying, up a beef. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying in terms of. I'm saying in terms of his sound. In terms of his sound, I just feel like, um, he got really tied to Drake in terms of he's trying to copy Drake. He's trying to sound like Drake. He's trying to steal Drake. After that, which of course, like, is going to be the it's like the most impossible battle to, to beat because Drake sounds like everybody. And of course, they're both from Toronto. And then on top of that, he's not helping it by literally making tracks that sound like Drake. Um, like you just agree I don't think with us? I think it's Chance's point. Though. I don't think he's stealing strictly from Drake because there was early Tory tracks that sounded like Travis, Future. Like he sounds, he is like a what chameleon. Chance is the chameleon of like, mm-hmm. yeah, he can do anybody's sound, and it's like not as good as them. But I mean, I guess like I'll take. I it. have a question. I have it's a like, question. Okay, for you'll y'all. take it, but do y'all do y'all think he? Ask away. Do y'all think he? Do you th- Do y'all think he? Uh, was prepared to drop this this Friday? Yeah, or do you, I was actually gonna bring up. Or that do point. you think it was because of the quarantine radio stuff? Because like, quick shout out to Tori. Outside of the music, he's doing great things for Instagram, Instagram Live, uh, just keeping people entertained. Because that quarantine radio, that joint is crazy. I mean, he had like what, two hundred and eighty k, two hundred sixty k. Like yesterday or the other day with Lizzo and Kelsey Monroe, so I mean, <laughs> shout out to Tory. But do y'all I think? think he, I mean, I feel like I feel I, like he he kind of dropped this uh, like as a rush. When I looked at the merch, the merch was super basic, and then. Uh, but I feel I like I feel rush. like that's why it's the new Toronto three. I feel like these are probably some tracks he just kind of had ready. That he could have like released at any time. You know what I mean? This is definitely a mixtape. It sounds like a mixtape. It feels like a mixtape. It literally is a mixtape. When did uh when did Chick Say uh, drop? First like uh November ish, like around that time? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so that's ago. like what two projects in a six month period. That's definitely more than the average. So I'm but just yeah, he, there was, did, he just had this like ready and like quarantine was getting a lot of attention. Cause he did he did an interview with um Ebro. Where he basically said like, um, cause this is he's out of the deal now. He was like, um, I didn't want to give the label Interscope, right. any of like my, I didn't want to give the label any of my hit songs, so I didn't give them anything on that pro- on this project. So all this is like basically Tory throwaways, I guess. Not throwaways, but songs he doesn't really see that much potential with, just cause he didn't want to give the label. That's anything. smart. Drop this, and he now has a very clear excuse for why he dropped this, and now he's out of the deal. Um, shout out to Tory. I just hope, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a huge. I don't think I don't. I don't. I don't hate the album. I'm just. I just know like I'm not really probably ever gonna listen to it again. That's why I said like bad, but I don't mean that. Just not for me. That's fair. I think Tori's in his best bag. I think Tori's in his best bag when he's in the chicks tape, um, in his chicks tape bag, uh, making a lot of remixes and. Yeah, he's like a. He's like Jacquees, but maybe like. He, he can kind of do his own thing too. Like he's like, I don't know. I would I would feel like I would put him and Jacquees. That's fair. In the same like group. Very fair. 
France, you want to go ahead and intro your unheard artist? Yeah, uh, baby, um, my unheard artist this week is uh, Babyface Kato, artist from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, on the come up, he just dropped an EP titled Jug, Jug, Jug. Um, last Friday, this is his single, Aki. Baby, I'll Aki, ball like Nike, 2500, shout out to Auntie. No niggas don't like me, that I bought a try me. Big old line, and that shit is beside me. No, I keep it right. Why we got it? Off the trip, I'm pulling up. Why I was fighting? Niggas talking crazy, but I know niggas hiding. Niggas talking crazy, but I know they won't try me. That's my unheard artist, Babyface Kato. Um, yeah, new EP out, Jug, Jug, Jug. Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, you know the deal. YouTube. Is it worth to listen? Um, It's definitely got some like Baby Keem vibes. Like it's a lot of Cardi type beats, if that makes sense. Um, but I would definitely say like he, he attacks some of them uh, in an interesting way. So I'm, I would definitely give it a listen. I don't know. All right. I'll listen to it. it it's solid. Yes, sir. Are we going to get into what? Viral tweet? Yeah, let's do it. Viral tweet of the viral week. Viral tweet time. Drum roll, What please. is the viral tweet of the week? Um, Wait, wasn't it something? Oh, what are y'all trying to do? Weekend, we- versus, weekend, versus, work, weekend versus Diplo? Versus Usher. Weekend versus Usher. Don't disrespect Usher like that. Oh, I'm so smacked. Weekend versus Usher. Yeah. Or the four albums. Don't I, matter. Before we even introduce... Well, go ahead. Introduce the segment. I can't even wait to defend The Weekend. Because whole thing... That's is what stupid. I'm saying. I can't wait to defend The Weekend either. <gasps> but let me... Let me... Let me what? intro. Let me intro. Let me intro. Am I going to play doubles? No, nah, let me intro. <laughs> I'm not even going to play doubles. Let me... Let me... Go ahead. Intro. All right. So, The Weekend had an interview... Uh, something off his press release, press run, according to Taj, for After Hours. Um, and he said that, uh, I don't have the exact quote, but he said he heard Usher's song Climax that came out in 2012, one year after The Weeknd's classic mixtape album, trilogy, uh, trilogy, House of Balloons. House of Balloons, trilogy. Um. I mean, he was still... I don't even know how the trilogy thing works, really. Cause I just be listening to no, I just listen to House of Balloons. Thursday didn't come out till like yeah I was about so. to say. Um, but anyway, House of Balloons dropped 2011. He claims he heard Usher's climax in 2012, and was kind of like in awe because it was like he said, "quote That's a weekend song. That sounds like me." Um, and he got a ton of backlash. Like he got way more backlash from Black Twitter than I was expecting for saying that. I mean, I guess they really ride for Usher. Which makes sense. Usher's a goat, but um, Weekend got slandered crazy for saying that song sounded like him. And I was trying to tell Chance that it wasn't necessarily the Usher vocals because Usher's Usher, but the production on that song Climax um, sounds a lot like The Weekend. Um, and Diplo came out and defended it, saying that he heard House of Balloons, it was super inspired, and kind of admitted that it was kind of a weekend-type beat. Um, and then Usher posted a video singing the falsetto to prove that... For no reason. <laughs> For no reason. Like I, like, I don't get it. Was no, he, but then he called Weekend a bitch. So we, and Weekend is petty, so he's going to... But how, I mean, was he just doing Bro, it to prove Usher's that he can sing? Like, mohawk, that was like, mad corny. Nobody like, worried need, about Usher. We didn't need that, but... Um, 
I don't understand though. This is what I told you. Yeah, fam. yeah. Let me let me hear your take Disre- first. Disrespect your disrespect your elders. I don't think that sounds like a weekend song. You don't think the production? You don't think that sounds like anything off of House of Balloons? Like just the like the beat or anything? But how is Weekend gonna say something's a weekend song when? I feel like also a lot of the shit on Weekend Song was Michael Jackson inspired. So I guess if they have the same, Michael Jackson did not guess, make music. Michael idol. Jackson did not make music that sounded like House of Balloons. Come on now. No, the Weekend gives. Um, I mean the way Michael we Jackson can sing credit. the Weekend. He gives entire, off Michael Jackson early, vibes, but he's not that early falsetto. He ha- he literally has a song called Dirty Diana on the, on a on a track. On a track list, bro. That's yeah, fair, the Weekend but, credits Michael Jackson with helping him find his like falsetto is the word. Exactly. Well, he didn't he even need to credit him for us to know because it's so apparent. And and since they, I feel like they share, like, I would say that's probably both one of the biggest influences, right? And I feel like they share that influence. I would say Usher was doing this shit back, back in the day. Maybe not the exact same way, but definitely like the very slow tracks um, where he's kind of doing a falsetto and the... The instrumentation is kind of just something in the background. I feel like Usher's done that before. This is where I call complete bullshit. I think. Go ahead. I think Twitter, especially, they just have this high regard for elders. That's like elders can do no wrong. If anybody comes at an elder, they're gonna go at it. Like I saw some random post for Hold no on, reason. Nobody's saying he wasn't influenced by. You weekend, just did. You literally sit just there said and it. Called it a weekend song. He called it a weekend song. It, was but that not a weekend that's, song? That's not wrong. The producer it's said it was wrong. a weekend song. I don't. The producer literally said it sounds like it, he made it with the weekend in mind. Like, and the producer, I'm gonna go in front and 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 talk for all producers, like. We don't get the credit, but we are, we are out. the base of the song. Whatever we choose Diplo, to make Diplo the beat, produce, that song is going to turn... Diplo produced Climax. Yeah. And he said, he came out and said that Usher said that it was inspired by Weekend. No, he, no, he, he literally came out, def- he he came, out, he... He came out defending The Weeknd, saying that, bro, I was definitely, I was thinking of you, House of Balloons inspired me crazy. The drums or whatever are House of Balloons. Like, he was, he was essentially caping for The Weeknd. Which kind of made people blame Diplo for the whole thing in the first place. Um, I mean, it's fair, but I feel like my I mean, I have a, a I have, I have, the, climax, I have the climax clip like, loaded up. If respect, respect your elders. Usher didn't give us. Uh, uh, Why does the weekend have to respect his elders when it's <laughs> the weekend sound? Like it shouldn't be that big of a thing. The weekend should be able to say that's that's my sound. Everybody's moves on about that day. But everybody wants to act like, like they, were, I, I, they were Usher fanboys in the womb. Song, like, they, but they can't name one album. Usher has confessions. confessions. Usher has confessions. Like, <laughs> like it's cool. Stop. Nobody's doing claiming all this, like, you climax. Really the biggest to... Usher person on life. I'm really not the biggest Usher fan, but I know I respect my. Nah, elders. Taj, I agree with you. I wasn't everybody on Twitter. To Usher as his music everybody on Twitter started acting like the biggest, biggest Usher. They became the biggest Usher fans within. T- two hours. Is Usher not goaded? He's definitely goaded, but for confessions, is, bro. Like we Usher like Usher for Usher music. We like him for love in this club. Like climax, we're not thinking of as an like, bro. When you think of top but three, lo- Usher that's what songs, I'm saying. Love it, love in this club. My, a prime example. That's the very end, a lane that some shit off of House of Balloons. Definitely way less than climax. Okay, I mean. The whole if, hook if of I, climax I'm gonna, is I'm falsetto. I'm not gonna argue against the fact that he may have been influenced. That's 
like everybody's influenced by everybody. And I think, and if I think, and, it, I, and I think, and I think that's all Weekend was trying to say. I don't think Weekend was trying to say he stole the song. No, Weekend said he called it a Weekend song, like as if like Usher stole it. That's how it sounded to me when I first read it. I was like, "What?" To me, I thought it was me, like, "Oh, was this something like us, like Weekend had, and then Usher took from him?" Nah, see, or see, like somebody wrote nah, this for, for. Okay, coming from an artist perspective, I guess. When somebody, like, I mean, I'm not trying to speak for the weekend, but if somebody generally says that, they're not really trying to imply anything bad, you know, like in terms of he stole it from me. But he heard it and thought, like, this is a song that sounds like it would be on my album. And if you changed, if you switched me with Usher, nothing would change about the song, which is very, which is a super fair critique, if you ask me. Because if then you I switch out the. Before, oh, you can finish your point, Vance. I just got mad no, thinking about just, other points. No, it's fine. I just feel like if if it's easy to interchange or to swap out Usher on this song with The Weeknd and throw The Weeknd on there and you can put it on House of Balloons, like if you put Climax on House of Balloons with The Weeknd, nobody would be surprised. And I think that there alone is enough for The Weeknd to say, oh, that sounds like a Weeknd song. Like... Just because it sounds like a weekend song doesn't mean like he can't have it. I don't think he was really trying to discredit Usher with it at all, which is why I didn't understand. His okay, I let y'all have it. I mean, disrespect your elders. There was no disrespect. I think people need to respect. If, who if was I was disrespectful, like, people are so quick to turn on the weekend for no reason. People right. are just so infatuated I'm not on with the, the past. Y'all know I fuck with the no weekend heavy. Like, nah, I saw one tweet. I saw I one tweet. I'm heavy, but I'm trying to look at this objective. No, another tweet that went viral was Usher can sing Trilogy, but The Weeknd can't sing Confessions. Yeah, like, come Are on. Are you dumb? Somebody, yo, no, I saw, I saw a lot. I saw a lot. I saw Bro, a lot. Of, they don't even make the nah, same. Nah, Taj, I saw, I know, I saw like, so many people saying, going crazy. Like, Weeknd doesn't even have close to the voice that Usher has. Like, he could, like, we just need the cap to stop. Cause y'all aren't y'all don't, don't know about why everybody y'all wants don't to act like, like Usher. they have all these '90s hits in their disco in their like catalog. You don't. If I go through your Apple Music right now, it's probably all present day stuff. Like stop acting like the '90s were was that's that was another. True. Everybody, everybody, yeah, we can so get infatuated with the '90s for no reason. Let's like, get into this. The '90s was the nah, golden let's, era let's, of hip hop. Nah, let's get it. Let's get into this topic. Fact let's get into this topic. It's like saying the '90s was the golden era of basketball. Everything evolves. It was a golden era. Everything, Everything is evolves, old. Bro. I mean, it, it evolves. evolves, but but I mean, every everything from the nineties, we still fucking with heavy. Uh, I think it's true. just. I would say that more so than the two thousand. Yeah, That's I true. agree. I agree That's with fact. Taj. This is That's fact. everybody is infatuated with the nineties. I mean, to the point where there's, 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 with the there's 90s girls. Out, there's girls. There's girls out here at school. Y'all got There's girls out here out here at school that were trying to show off. As if their '90s love for '90s R&B was a personality trait. Like, <laughs> I don't care. That's another story, but we can all just appreciate and respect cool. '90s R&B. You can but respect it, when 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 it's all, you don't have when to it's try all to shit said People are using the like, '90s to show on present day. Like, let that, let the '90s be in the '90s. That's not fair. Like, the '90s was the '90s, bro. And but, it's not like Taj. The thing is, it's not any present day artist. This is like. Arguably the the biggest R and B artist of the decade. I don't even I don't even think it's really an argument for real. But Weekend is he's a he's a standalone. I mean, but he's a standalone. But it's clear that they all draw influence from that era. So sure, you can't of course you're gonna draw influence from what comes before you. That's just how things work. Like, right? No, 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 perfect. Well, no, no. Then that's but fair. Perfect, so perfect then, to your point. If they're drawing influence from the '90s, then why is it 
a crazy critique to say that Usher was drawing influence. Nobody's from. arguing that. I I wasn't arguing that Usher wasn't drawing influence on Weekend. I just didn't. You I think it was weekend disrespectful to call it a Weekend song? That's fair. I don't know. He called. He literally called it a Weekend song. So I guess that's fair. I feel like that could be interpreted the wrong way. Usher, because I don't think that's I don't think that's a fair critique to call it a Weekend song. I don't. Think I think it was just critique. the. I think Usher was just happy. This was the first time his name was mentioned outside of herpes <laughs> in the last five years. <laughs> I think also that was Usher probably like biggest hit. Would I be Definitely wrong? not. Loving this club was way bigger. At least, at least it is millennium. Nah, daddy. No, pause. This decade. Pause. Didn't he have a song? <laughs> Gotta be. Bro. He had a song. Climax was nah, a. Nah, he had a song called. He had a song called Daddy that was bigger. Pause. Like, bro said, millennium <laughs> so questionable. <laughs> <laughs> the millennium. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah, but we can go to though. I'm looking at weekend discography right now. Go to. Forget it. What's next on the docket? Uh, what do we have? We oh we didn't talk about Tusi Slide. I mean, did we? We're not talking about. Uh, I'm yeah, done talking did. about Tusi Slide, bro. Drake broke a bunch of records. He's like, now he's the only. I was uh, just curious. I was just curious because I saw some Drake fans talk. Billboard. I was just I saw some Drake fans that said his run isn't over, and I kind of disagree with that. Uh, Drake is great. Drake is the I mean, biggest artist in the world. This. Congratulations, Drake. Drake run is not over. It's not over. It's not. It's not gonna be over no time soon. There's nobody to replace. No, nah, I'm confused. No, no, no. I'm not talking about. But I'm not. I'm not talking about his though? mainstream run. I'm talking about his actual run, like, like how his run, end, run. How, how do we end every episode oh, what is that with Drake? Mean? How do we always get back to Drake? All right, we don't have to talk about Drake. I was just ready to admit that Drake's run is over. But his run is not over. It though. is. How? Here we go. I think he had to make the most pandering song possible to hit number one. Um, and then at a time, but that's, wait, where were you last? That's what you mean. The box was a pandering. The song. The box was not a pandering song. What are you talking about? That wasn't it. The box was literally that fucking eight oh eight that everybody. Chance. Was the box with. wasn't even a single off the album, bro. The, the box. The box. It wasn't. It. The box was what it was because of the eat ooh shit. The the eat. How is that pandering? How is that pandering? In the goddamn. Yo, you've never heard that. That's that's how is that pandering? You've never heard it eat er. Uh, have you ever heard of Young Thug? Bro, I, come on, dog. I, you're not about to tell me. Come you're not about on, to tell me. Yo, Chance hates Roddy Rich only because I have In him any over case, YB. There's no way you're telling me the box. You're not telling me the box. You're not telling me the box is pandering just as but much as Drake. was calling that album of the year last year. Forget how? that album. Forget <laughs> that album. Roddy Rich is a perfect example of how you can have an organic number one record. Like... I don't think Roddy. All right, all right. You said he didn't make it to go number one. I can. Well, he didn't. Fair. Like it wasn't a single off the. It wasn't a single. Same way that Two Chains dropped all those albums back in whenever. I'm different became a, a big a big song. Watch out, all those songs or whatever they were called. Like those became. Well, yeah, because people would generally latch on exactly. to like the Organic. same type of music. Ah. Very hooky, cyclical. Okay, sure, but I mean, I think Drake. I, this episode. I, I just think I think I think Drake I think Drake's run is I think Drake's run is if it's not over it's very close to over because you just want hate the man just had like the biggest number. I don't want to hate. I've, he's been throwing. He's been first of all my theory is he's been leaking all these songs we've heard. We've heard he's leaking these songs. He's throwing things at the wall hoping something sticks. Not, but this is the thing. Everybody in the quarantine right now ain't nobody out partying. Like I feel like everybody about to make their best shit. I mean. I'm sorry if we're going to get off topic. No, I agree. If y'all want to talk about this. But this quarantine, I feel like we about to have different music. Unless you had some shit ready, 
I feel like everybody about to be giving us some different you music. You saw, uh, like Cuddy, like Cuddy, like that's what I felt like. I felt like you said it was old. I don't know. I don't know if I agree. I feel like that's something he could have made just at the crib. Yeah, it wasn't like the bars were crazy. It felt like him just speaking his mind. I don't know. And I feel like Drake could give us that. He just built that big ass fucking house in Toronto. I mean, you saw the you saw the quote on Diddy's live. He said the last time God forced him to sit down was when he tore his ACL and he wrote a great album. I don't even know what album Drake he was referring to. Drake's the most dramatic person I know. Bro. He's the most dramatic. Drake tore his ACL. Yeah, he said he tore his ACL <laughs> and God forced. Him. He said he said God he said God forcefully sat him down and he had to write a great dramatic. album because he could. Cause he couldn't do anything, and he said, "Now what would he I be doing otherwise?" <laughs> Not an athlete. And like, he said, "He said, fuck? he said, now that coronavirus is another instance of God forcing us to sit down. He's gonna write another great album." No, it which might I will say, it was not the get... same because he had that um, bar. I had the Derrick Rose the knee up before something. <laughs> That's so I think funny. It was nothing. Was I think we about to get the Virginia, the Virginia black. Wait, why are we and, still um, talking about Jerry? Jerry? Can we please? Yeah, I don't know. But I'm saying that to say quarantine, we about to get some great music. Hopefully. If artists not scared to drop because you can't tour, right? we got That's division fair. dropping next week. Predictions? You guys saw the track list? I like. I don't know. I feel like division haven't lived up to their hype. Those they were a those first, they were a first round pick and they they had like one good season. Wait, it's multiple people in division. I think it's two. Yeah, it's nineteen eighty five. I saw Drake. I saw then, Drake on tour. Okay, that makes sense because I saw Drake on tour and division opened, and it was one person. So I was confused, but. Well, it's a singer and a producer, but yeah. Um, the track list goes crazy. Who was on there? I mean, everybody. Pretty much. Snow. Who's I on saw there? Snow Allegra. That was Snow. The one. I think Summer's I think, on there. I think that's a single, huh? Summer Walker. The Snow Allegra single. Uh, they've got Snow, Party Next Door, Jesse Reyes, Future, Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, oh, I ain't uh, know all that. Pop Con. Oh, that's why we talking about this. Snow, Summer Walker, Chantel May, and Buju Bonton. Oh, yeah, he's fire. 16 tracks. Uh, oh, well, hell yeah. I'm excited now. I didn't even much know that. Um, you, oh, yeah, I do remember this. That's, so that comes I'm out on Friday. Feelings. I'm definitely yep. ready for Division. I feel like... 16 I, songs, 56 minutes? It could be the best R&B project we've had since Jivion, Givion. I'm not, I'm not mad, bro, at another R&B project. I feel like we really haven't missed with R&B this year. Do you guys think 2020 has um, been living up to the hype that we all had coming in? I think so. No, because I think so. This year's been shit so you're, far, but the music wise, I'm fucking with it. Oh yeah, yeah I don't mean well, like year wise. This is my not favorite. Be asked you about We're not talking about Corona. We're talking about the music. We're just a music podcast, not a health podcast. But yeah, I mean, I, we got we, we got Uzi. He's coming from the man who just had a whole <laughs> fucking segment on Corona <laughs> and how he's making him feel. <laughs> we got Uzi's album, which I feel like was a good. It filled a good void, you know, even if it wasn't the craziest album i think it filled a really good void same way i think cardi's album is gonna fill a really good void um i'm satisfied also future dropped a photo or no he had a, a, an interview was it i can't remember with who um but he said his the title of his new album is life is good um and i think he was mm-hmm. posting a cover art we talked about it we already we already we already talked about that yeah, it was last week yeah last week oh man uh, the baby announced but, um, he's dropping a project. Don't I was care. waiting for Chance to die. I was just waiting the for baby? Ch- I, just, I said that just for Chance. <laughs> Come on, bro. You know, uh, do y'all care? I think Vance might. I don't Come care on, about bro. the music. I care about. I care as like a case study. I just want to see 
how hot he still is as an artist. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to hear. I just want to see if we really gonna get the same thing again. Whatever. I'm very. Whatever curious. happened with him and that, him slapping that shorty at the club for putting the phone in his face, like. Bro, relax. It's it's done. It's handled. <laughs> you and Chance just get on here every week and just pull up some type of. I'm allegation just confused, bro. You can't you can't smack a woman in the face. And then just drop a... The women like the baby, though. They've given him... <laughs> bro, I feel like that had, was what I was confused about. Now that you mentioned it, he's had a lot of chances already. Bro, he's bro, been given, like, bro, baby I saw women, I saw women defending him the most over that incident. And it made no sense to me. Like, he really slapped this woman dead in the in the mouth. It's because he does it and it gives the best the apology mouth. I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. Whatever, dog. You can't drop a, a, an album or a single with a Corona uh, N95 mask on your face and expect everything to get better. Um, um, this uh, dude, I don't know. He's got to change something up. If it's that same, I saw a tweet that was uh, posting that same 808 pattern saying that the, <laughs> the next the Baby song is going to sound like every other one. And I'm on board because he hasn't really switched things up too much for me, but we'll see. In any case, uh, thank y'all for tapping in with us this week. Um, stay safe, stay healthy. Just keep tuning in. Reach out to your family members. Let them know you love them. Vance is back to remind us about <laughs> coronavirus. Dog, and it's a, stay safe out here. I'm not about to pull a USC and act like this whole. It'll thing be over exist. soon. Lock in, focus. Um, Bro, where's my check? This has been a. There's been another stimulus unheard podcast. Yeah. My, yeah. Anything y'all got left to Taj say? Taj is asking for a stimulus check. I want my check. <laughs> Why? You got to pay it back next year. That's not. Stop. Who do you go to for news, Chance? That is. That's not how it works. <laughs> that is a that's fact. That's not a fact. This is a loan, my no, nigga. It's not. It's that not at fact. all a loan. Read any. You think they give it? You think you just getting twelve hundred dollars? Read for free. Any, No, but it's not a loan. That's just false information. It's definitely not a loan. It's well, definitely not a loan, but like it's they true. They gonna take it out your refund. They gonna take it out no, your tax refund. No, that's false. It's true that it's you're definitely gonna have to pay twelve hundred dollars at least in taxes, but that's just expected. Like <laughs> exactly. So then it's a goddamn loan because you're gonna have to pay it back. It's not a loan. You were already paying this money, bro. You were already paying taxes, but I mean, I I get what Chance is saying. Like the government's gonna get their twelve hundred back from everybody. No, don't in say any you get case, what Chance is saying because the government is never gonna give you no motherfucking thing for free. It don't Gosh, matter. Not everything uh, is conspiracy. Love y'all, Just man. take the 1200 Tap in next week where we'll be talking about Playboy Cardi album, hopefully. Um, hopefully. Hopefully some other shit. I don't know what's dropping this week. 5G. But, 5G. Um, Wait till them 5G towers drop. <laughs> we we nine episodes strong. See y'all. Wouldn't want to be ya. Uh, Intro your unheard. I guess I have my unheard yeah. artist. Oh, all right. This is... uh. I'm going to do Cash Page. Uh, she was featured on... What's that Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver's last project. Um, she's like 19, which was surprising. I didn't know she was that young. Uh, if, if you like kind of like Summer Walker with a little like Dage Loaf, uh, you'll probably fuck Good with her. This is a song, Heartbreaker. You tell me I'm toxic, but you love me that way, that way. And girl, I'd be missing you, but it's just not today I really miss kissing you, girl, what's the play, what's the play? Hit you up on a late night, just as chill You say you poppin' perkies, let's pop a pill Says for my anxiety, yeah.
Alrighty, folks, good episode. Podcast over, dog.